if you want to learn new things and you take the opportunity to learn, then you can be successful. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I know so many of you are excited about this episode. I know how you love freelancer stories, hearing how somebody started out, how they took on roles, where they grew, what they charged, how they did it. And today I have a very special guest on the show. Her name is Allison Risegard. She's been in my world for about three years. She's one of the OGs in my community, and I am just completely blown away by her. She has taken this freelancer job by its horns and just done unbelievable things. Now, this is what you need to know. Allison is a special needs mother, and she was looking for a job that she had complete flexibility. On some days, she needs to be able to drive to the doctor, which wasn't close. She needed to work between appointments, between driving, and being there for her children. She's also a military spouse, so that comes with a lot of struggles with being the default parent and having a spouse who's quite often leaving you, and you're left alone, and you're also picking up and moving. So we talk a lot about this, but what I really want you to hear today is how she got inside teams and built her way up. This is such an inspiring story, and it's proof that any one of you can do it. If you've got that drive, if you've got the high-order thinking, if you just love helping clients from behind the scenes, you are sitting in a good position to do the same thing Allison has done. And this is what I teach inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School getting your foot in the door, in the mailroom, and working your way up as an intrapreneur. So the beautiful thing is now that Allison has gone on to have success and aligned with a seven-figure business owner who is just accomplishing big things in the world with Allison at her right side, supporting her, and just as invested in the success of the business, she is coming back into our work group, back into our blessing of unicorns, and hiring her fellow unicorns to rise up with her. This is the Rising Tide Society example. Rising Tide lifts all boats. I'm sure you've heard this. This is the community I'm trying to create, the vision. I don't want this competitive. I want people to see an abundance of work and support each other and cheer each other on and reach out and hire each other. So if you've got the skills and you're like, yes, just join us in the work group. What are you waiting for? This is the place to get the network and get growing quickly. If you're looking for the skills, it would be wise to invest in them and learn the marketing foundations and the technical mechanics that you need to know for clients. And I teach all of that inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School, which is opening soon. Get on the wait list if you're not on the wait list. Our doors are opening very soon, and this is going to be your chance to get going and get growing and layer on this knowledge to make you a successful freelancer. Allison talks a big thing right now, and it's about transitions. It's having the stability, having options for herself during major life transitions. And I know each and every one of you listening to this today are going through something or you're going to go through something very soon. And these are the skills that will get you through it. And there's also something else she talks about. 
this need for personal development and personal growth. This is that high order person. You know, I'm reading this book, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. A lot of people talk about how this is one of the best books ever, and I'm only halfway through. And he talks about these people who are drifters, who are just happy with the status quo, not thinking for themselves. And I feel like Allison and the rest of us freelancers, we're in this enlightened era where we are achieving huge personal growth by owning a business. It's the benefit of being an entrepreneur. And even though she's an entrepreneur as well, supporting another business, she's still going through this. And Napoleon Hill talks about finding those people who are at that level, aligning with these people and doing more than just the minimum. It feels so good to use your brain. It's not just about money. And it was never just about money for me either. Quick note, Pinterest is no longer in the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School, but we set you up for the foundations with graphic design, social media knowledge, and SEO, which are the foundations of Pinterest. Pinterest, I have pulled out. It'll be over in the work group. It's level two marketing, uh, but it is a gateway to get started. Being a Facebook community manager, a gateway to get started. Doing what Allison did and spending time in the blogs, huge gateway. This is one of the things I love teaching inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School, helping with the content that is overwhelming our clients, making sure they stay on track. We have a workflow and we're reporting and tracking that data. If this is the type of work you love to do, it will give you the freedom that Allison talks about to work ahead. You're not confined to office hours, to being on-call support, like an admin type job or executive assistant type job. Marketing work will give you flexibility. So let's jump into Allison's interview. I am so proud of her as an introvert for doing this with me, and I can't thank you enough for joining in. If you love the interview, please, please post on social and I'll make sure she sees it. She needs your support, guys. Let's jump in. Tell me what you were doing before uh, we ran into each other and you started working online. Okay, so I did nothing. That's the, like, in reality, as a military spouse, like, every time we move, you're starting over. You can't really dig in deep. We kind of made a decision because my husband deployed or TDY'd very frequently, especially when we had little kids. We decided we wanted constant. And so I was a homemaker. That's what I did for a really, really long time. And then when my daughter was diagnosed, like I did a lot of medical stuff. Like, so I've done respite care for special needs kids, like for their parents and stuff. I've done CNA work and more medical side stuff aside from like nights at Target or something like that. It's always odd jobs here and there, but really it was more like the last, you know, five, 10 years, it was more medical side stuff versus tech stuff. And it was just because that's what worked at the time because respite care, again, I could set my own hours and work with parents like that and everything, but at the same time, it wasn't really a break for me because that's what I do all day. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I hear that from teachers who I didn't want to spend all day with everyone else's children and then come home and have nothing left for my own. So it needed to be something different. 
And that's what it started to feel like. I was, you know, going and doing respite care, which I loved. I absolutely love it. But then I'd come home and it was being a mom and taking care of people and doing the same things and stuff. And so then we moved again and I was like, I don't think I'm going to pick up respite care again. And I was just kind of waiting it out and doing the reset, the military reset, finding the doctors, finding the right schools, training the teachers on my daughter. (laughs) It's a bit of a process. So that's what I was doing for a while. And then my sister called me (laughs) and she was like, hey, I found this person. (laughs) You need to work for her. And I was like, okay, great. I don't need like an MLM. (laughs) Right. I had never, ever heard of VA businesses or, you know, the whole community. My eyes were open to it. I didn't really know how legitimate it really was, honestly. And then, yeah. And then I met you. (laughs) Okay. In full transparency, this is what happened. Deb is working for me. Deb's a military spouse who I met in Germany. Circle back. She started helping me. She started helping me with client work and she knows your sister. They were both down in Arizona. And so next thing I know, Elizabeth's working for me and I'm growing this micro agency. Elizabeth was amazing. And she kept saying, I have this sister and I was maxed out. My husband was deployed for a year. I'm doing a lot of people managing and I'm teaching people what I know. It was like the beginning of my Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School, like the trainings mm-hmm. and everything. And Elizabeth kept like hinting, I got a sister. And I'm like, no, she could just take the course. And I mean, my big heart wanted to let you in and I didn't even know you. I know. I think you jumped in on the first round. I, you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my sister was like, okay, so Emily's booked and you and I had actually had an email conversation. You're like, I'm maxed out. This is what I'm trying to do. Like here, I want beta. Will you be in the beta program or, you know, something along those lines? And I was like, okay, that's, I guess what I'm going to try and do. And I was still even on the fence with it. My sister was pushing it. And I remember when you started your program, my sister was like, okay, are you going to do it or I'm going to pay for you to do it? Like, and I was just like, oh, okay, maybe this is real (laughs) because you're still second. I was just, I'm not a believer. It takes a long time for me to like jump in sometimes. (laughs) What was your sister doing for you? Why was she looking out for you? Like, what were you going through at this time? Did she know you wanted work or explain Um, that? Well, I mean, she knows that my schedule is extremely limited just because of mom life and I am a special needs mom and I am a military spouse and that, you know, limits my availability to, like we were saying before, keep a job from move to move is hard. You're starting over every time you move with special needs. I do weekly appointments still with my daughter. So therapy appointments, I'm at her school frequently and specialty appointments. Um, And so I need to be able to work odd hours, which isn't always doable. And so that's why I always worked nights or something along those lines. And then my husband would deploy and I'd have to stop 
because you can't work nights when your husband's deployed. No, no, you need that person in your house. <laughs> yeah. And so it was just a lot of start, go, start, go. And no progress is what it always felt like. And she knew that. She knew my struggles personally with it and then timeline with it. So she always was looking out. And so she was like, you can do this. And I was like, I don't know tech. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, you I'm not even things. on Facebook. What are you talking about? Like I'm on it, but I don't participate. <laughs> yeah, you're a minimalist. You are not a social media, like in their everyday oversharer. No, no, not at all. And so I was like, I, I don't do tech. I don't do any of that. I didn't see myself in it. She's like, no, you can do this and you can do it in the middle of the night because that's when you're available. <laughs> And I was like, okay. So when she said, you know, she talked me into it and I took your course and it actually made me feel like, okay, my brain started working. (laughs) I felt like, okay, maybe I can do this the way that it was laid out. I felt like the bite-sized lessons on you can know everything, but you can start with one thing was really promising to me because at the time we were looking at surgery for my daughter and everything. And I was like, again, going, am I getting in too far now? I I like to talk myself out of things. (laughs) Um, And so it was, can I do it? But the way I consumed it made it doable. And then it made me feel like I can just start with Pinterest and that's easy and I can do that. And then if I wanted to grow, there was room for growth when my home life was able to allow that schedule. Yeah. So did you always want to work? Like talk to me about this drive in you. Did you, did you need something for yourself or what was it about you? Cause some people could just be content not doing this. Well, I do want to work and I want to contribute. I think I had a hard time not contributing, even though, yes, I'm contributing. I know as a stay-at-home mom, and especially at the deep parts of my daughter's diagnoses and stuff, like I know I'm putting in a lot of work, but then there's the part of like contributing to the home, having my husband be the sole provider. I felt like even though there's no pressure there or anything, that's something I just felt like I wanted to contribute to. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Even though we can be in supportive marriages and partnerships, um, we just feel that drive internally, not externally. We want to do it. And it's definitely a me thing. My family's still on the fence. We're three years in this and they're like, don't you want to do nothing? I'm like that. Nothing's not fun. (laughs) What does this job bring you? Like, why? Like, is it fun for you? What are you doing with the money? How has your life changed? (laughs) Like all of the questions. You want to know all of it? I do. So it is fun for me. I really enjoy. Like I said, when I started taking your course, like my brain turned back on, (laughs) and it wasn't like it was off. It was just tapping into something that I hadn't tapped into for so long because I've always been in the medical field or just like night jobs or what I could do here and there. And so it really, it allowed me personal growth that I just haven't had the opportunity to foster very much. And so that's what I really love about it. 
let's see. I think that the financial freedom's really been helpful, especially with my husband recently retiring. It wasn't like a huge rush or stressor for him to immediately find another position after retirement. Luckily, we were super grateful he did immediately, no gap. Um, not everyone's that fortunate, but not having the stress of that was just amazing. Oh, I love that. I went through the same thing recently. My husband retired around the same time. And just knowing that he didn't have to rush into the first job that would take him, like I've had to do all these years. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. And that's what it was, is I felt like he had the opportunity to be, not necessarily be more picky, but he really could choose, yeah. have more freedom to not be, feel rushed into going into something he wasn't sure about. Yeah. And I don't think that's what people understand if they haven't lived this military life. Like when we move, you talked about that reset. It's not a door to door. There's this months of getting medical situated, not only for your children, for yourself and bills and doctors and all these appointments and moving records around. And then you're supposed to be like going into a job and getting interviews. And it's not always, it doesn't always happen right away. And there can be big gaps and then by the time you finally get settled and somebody calls you back in 18 months, you're moving again, <laughs> right? <laughs> or your husband deploys unexpectedly or gets a short tour or yeah. it's, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah. reset really is, I think the reset takes longer than I think sometimes. And so like, I just moved is what I keep saying, but it was eight months ago <laughs> and I still have boxes in the corner. <laughs> It's okay. I've been here a year and I still have some pictures on the floor. I have never taken this long to hang stuff up, but um, either yeah. have I. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. But now we're working gals. So we're like priorities. <laughs> <laughs> that And I know there's an impending move, even though we're not in the military. My son is a senior. So we're trying to just like, we're in a rental and we're sticking out and then we'll find a forever place. <laughs> yeah. So it's still temporary. So it's still a little temporary. We're final year. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's so cool. You've been able to take your job with you though, like through all of these transitions. Cause that's what I'm picking up on like transitions and having something stable for yourself and for your income. I mean, it really is giving more stability to the income and then through the transitions for sure. And I'm still able to, what I really love about this type of work too. And then also being my own business owner is I can kind of set my own schedule and I can work when I need to work. And I can also, you know, work around my schedule. So when there is a transition, uh, I can actually participate in my family life and then go back to work life when I can't need to, you know, I like that freedom too. Oh my gosh, me too. Amen. Okay, let's start with your journey because I know everyone's dying to know what kind of work you're doing now. But what were some of those very first tasks that you got? And because I know it's different, it's different <laughs> than what you do now. <laughs> yeah, it is a little different now. So I started just doing Pinterest um, and blogging. And so it was just a weekly blog and then Pinterest to go along with it to market a few people. And then I did dabble in some Facebook pages and 
I'm happy not to be on a ton of social media right now. I loved that I could schedule social media and I loved the freedom of that. And it really worked for my schedule at that time. But now that I have a little bit more freedom in my schedule, currently I'm happy to be doing more website work than social media work. I love that you said that. I have to stop you for a second. So many people think my course is about being a social media manager. I'm like, no, it's like time and grade. Like you get a quick little bump of it and learn if you like it. But most of my students, most of our unicorns don't focus on social media. Well, and that's what I really loved about your course was because you have multiple platform trainings and the way you had it set up, it really made it consumable for me, like I said, and it made it, it made me confident in knowing, okay, I can dig into social media because that's where my offer is right now and I can learn it. And then if I decide I don't like it, I can shift and that content still there, the learning content still there to back me up. So when that did happen, I knew I could just go back to your course and learn the information I needed and pick up on a new, you know, course. And so that was really awesome. And that's what I did. So I started with Pinterest and blogging and then it turned into another Pinterest account and another blog account and then another Pinterest account and another blog. Uh, that's kind of how that goes. And then there were a few of my clients who just really were in high growth rate for their own businesses. And they gave me the opportunity to grow with them, which I really have enjoyed because I was extremely upfront when I first started that you know, I had never done this before. This is the training I have. This is what my plan is to do. And they were like, okay, let's do it. And then we grew together. And that was really amazing. And what I love about your story is that's exactly what I teach in the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School to get in and level up. And you've done that. And now one of your clients is very well known you know, I, I always say big wig, it's probably not uh, PC, but you know, she's doing really well in her business. And I've seen you come back into our group and hire out of our group to continue with your team. For sure. I have uh, sourced multiple people from your group. <laughs> They're my coworkers now. I consider your work group my coworkers. It's nice to go in there and have conversations and everything. But at the same time, I go in there knowing that what training they have and that they have the resources and that they also have a group to rely on if for any questions. Yeah, I think five people have come. I, I think at this point, um, we I have sourced to be on my teams. And oh so gosh. from your work group. And it's great. They're I like I said, I'm confident in their skill set because they taken your course and they have that as a resource. And now even my clients plug <laughs> your <Yes>. group. <laughs> so tell me what you're doing with this client right now. What have your tasks grown into? So after um, we were really confident in our blog, 
and we were making a ton of progress on a Pinterest account. She decided, and that business started to grow. She had a e-commerce business and we really grew that to bigger and better things. She decided she wanted to start a membership or a course. And she was like, Hey, there's this thing, Kajabi, uh, and I want to do a membership. What do you think? And I was like, we can figure it out. <laughs> and she was like, okay. And so that's what we did. We together like wung it and figured it out. And luckily, you know, Kajabi and that's part of your course. <laughs> and, um, so I had that as a foundation to get her started with a membership, which now has thousands of members and we've grown that. And it's been amazing. So it started from the blog and Pinterest to managing both of her, like her WordPress website and her Kajabi website. So now we have two businesses. And yeah, I guess I'm also a team manager or a content manager, her OBM, whatever you want to call it. I have a hard time with that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, what's your official title? Because to me, it sounds like you born. Yeah. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> It sounds like you've been acting as an online business manager, managing different parts of the business, hiring people in. Yeah. Yeah. So it is um, OBM or content manager. I do for another client is more content management based where I, which is the blogging, the Pinteresting or coming up with the content for the blog or Pinterest, making sure it's SEO appropriate so that then the team can write it and all that, get all of our information out there. Um, and then I do a lot of launch support, a lot of launch support now that she has a membership and I have other clients with large memberships. We yeah. do a few launches a year and that is pretty consuming. So where did you get this client? Where did you get this dream client? References. So I originally started with Emily giving me a client, <laughs> not giving me, but you know, you go to the work group and you bring a lot of potential clients in there. You, there's always job opportunities that you bring in. And I reached out to a few of them and they stuck. And then those clients have referred me inside of their community to other people too. So I not only get work from your group, but I get work from references too. I love, I love that. I always say it takes one client, one good client to share your name and shout your name for others to want to book with you. And it's all about the referrals and it, but it starts with you and your good reputation. Like clearly this is coming from you getting in there and doing a good job and getting results. So kudos. <laughs> Thanks. So what would you say to someone who's just starting out in this journey? Because I mean, I look at you, I'm like, oh my gosh, you went from knowing nothing, like no marketing background, not knowing what a virtual assistant is. Like, no, I mean, just do it is what I like to tell people because it doesn't hurt to try. And I learned so much about not only this a whole community of people that I wasn't 100% aware of. But also I learned more about myself. I love learning the new tech and I love like progressing on that side of everything. And so just the personal growth is worth it too. So I just, I like to tell people just 
try it, just do it and say yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're living proof of that. Cause you already brought up a couple points of when you didn't know what you were doing, but you did it anyway. And that's what clients need, right? They just want someone to help go through it with them. And I love that. I have my clients like to come to me, they come off of a mastermind or a training session of their own. And they're like, here's what I want to try. What do you think? And because I have such an open relationship with them, I'm like, that sounds really fun. Let's try it. We'll figure it out. Give me the time and we'll figure it out. Yeah. I love learning the new tech to figure it out. I love it. This is why you're in my group too. And you, you didn't know this until you tried it. Like you just, I just cannot stress that enough. Like this whole world opened up. I think I have a quote from you on one of my sales pages and you're like, I can't unsee what I've seen. I'm like, it's like the best quote ever. (laughs) I just love it. I really can't though, because I had no idea about this line of work as like a solopreneur and figuring it out and having control over it, but then also serving other small business owners, watching them grow. It's just from A to Z. I love the whole experience and the growth for everybody involved. (laughs) And it's not related to healthcare whatsoever. It is a nice break. I get to use my creative brain uh, with the landing pages and the graphics. And that's, I absolutely love that stuff. Okay, let's just take a moment here. It's impossible to get referrals without putting yourself out there all the time. It's really difficult to have a community when you're doing the work by yourself. It's also hard to stay up to date when you're just one person and digital marketing trends, platforms, technology, and strategies change all of the time. And it's no fun having to do lead generation for your business when you'd rather be doing billable hours. So I have a solution for you. Come join my digital marketing work group. It's a tight community of freelancers, virtual assistants, digital marketing specialists, who are all up-leveling in their skills, getting advanced trainings, applying for my job ops, and becoming digital marketing specialists and managers and strategists. This is an online referral community for both skilled and -and up-and-coming digital marketing service pros and virtual assistants. We've shared over 800 jobs with our community. We'd love to have you too. If you need client work, if you need a squad behind you, if you need help raising your prices, promoting yourself to the next level, this is the place to be. You can apply for the work group with the link in the show notes. We'd love to have you. Back to the show. So how many clients do you have now? I think I'm, I'm always surprised and I'm always like, wait, tallying up in my head. Like, what does your work week look like now? How many hours? How many clients? So I do two clients right now. I okay. am on like a call list for a few uh, packages clients if they need website help or something. But um, my daily grind is two clients. I work for both of them as an OBM and do all of their content management and launch management, essentially. I do (laughs) full-time. Right now I'm full-time. I can pull back when I need to pull back, which is amazing. And then like it's we're pre-launch season, which means it's definitely full-time work, but I love that aspect of things that like, if I need to pull back for personal reasons, I can, and then we can just jump right back in. Yeah. I think that's so important for us moms, especially, and a lot of our clients are moms and they get it. And we, we can accordion it. We can take on projects. We can 
uh, hire out like you've had to do and get extra help. So it's not all on our plate. Right. And I think that that is really been one of the eye openers is everyone I do work for our moms. They have teenagers or young children. And so if they say, Hey, I have a volleyball game, that's not going to work. Cause I'm going to be a mom that day. That makes me feel confident in that. I can say the same thing. Hey, you know, we have appointments this day and they're a hundred percent understanding. And I love that we have that type of a relationship. And I'd have to say that the majority of the job opportunities I've come across are like that extremely understanding, small woman-owned businesses totally get that mom life. Yeah. They're loving it too. So do you think you could have done this on your own? Uh, No, I would, not only was I not aware of it, but I, I think that I needed the structure of a course to fall back on. Like I said, to take it in the bite sizes that I needed at the time to be able to go back and reference it if I needed to. And then I know also, because I am in your work group that I have you in my pocket. If I need it, I can go to that work group and talk to any of the other members and we can get feedback from each other and work through things if we need to. And like I've said before, I've relied on that a few times, not just to source teammates, but to work through changes in technology. (laughs) Yes. It's so important because it's so dynamic and changing and so easy to get stuck. And I can't tell you how many times I Googled or YouTube something and the video or the article was from 2013. (laughs) Like did not help me (laughs) at all. So like having people in your back pocket who are doing the same type of work. uh, It's like so helpful. Right. I mean, and it's important to be resourceful. Like you said, we're Googling things and figuring a lot of the changes out, but it's really nice to have that group of people and you to go back to. And, you know, we, we watch out for each other. Yeah. That brings up a good question. What kind of person is going to be successful in this job? Like knowing, you know, you've been at this almost three years, I think, like what kind of person is going to have success and be a good freelancer and a good teammate? I think that wanting to learn new things is important. Wanting to continue to grow like personally and professionally, I think is important because like I said, I'm frequently asked to do something I've never done before and we figure it out together as a team. So yeah, you want to know how to, like, you want to learn. Yeah. You can't be stagnant and complacent and like resist, right? No, no. You have to be open-minded to change. A lot of my clients are entrepreneurs with a fast-paced growth mindset. And so you want to be a go-getter for sure and to take on new things. Do you feel like you have to have a marketing background to be competitive this day and age? I don't have a marketing background, so I'm going to say no. (laughs) I don't think it's important, not that it's not important, but I don't think it's necessary to get started. I think that if you want to learn new things and you take the opportunity to learn, then you can be successful. Oh, that was a good, that was a good quote right there. (laughs) 
Okay. In full transparency, Allison took my course back when it was called something else and the modules looked a little bit different, but it was the core training I used to train my team and your sister and then turn it into what is now the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. What was your favorite module and what like surprised you the most and what was your favorite? So I like SEO. And so that was a really fun one for me. I think it even changed how I Google things myself in my personal life. I'm like, I know how to get the answer I need now because of how I understand SEO. That's awesome. So that was fun. I think SEO was like the biggest eye opener to me. And it's the one I use no matter what I'm doing. If I'm auditing a social media page, if I'm auditing a client's website or Pinterest, or if I'm doing the work on a launch, a opt-in page, an email even, I'm looking at those SEO components to make sure that I'm answering everybody's questions and also it's getting in front of the right people. You just made my heart so happy because I intentionally made that a foundation because there was such a lack of knowledge with VAs. Even when I was on a seven-figure business owner's team, we hired someone to help with blogging and she knew nothing. And that's when I had my light bulb moment. And we don't need to be an SEO specialist. Like you can take it to the you know millionth level, but to get the baseline and the foundation going is crucial at this level. Right. And as much as I would love to be an SEO specialist, that's just not the time I have. But having that as my knowledge base, I can make sure that it's, you know, at least paid attention to. Yes. Oh, that was good. And I I agree. Like sometimes I want to just go in that rabbit hole for clients uh, with SEO. I'm like, this would be fun. And I think the struggle with me is it's such a long-term game. I kind of need some quick hits of productivity and tangible results. And I think that's why I like the variety. Like I get it going and then I check in and I'm watching the, you know, I start ranking for keywords, but I can't just do that. (laughs) Yeah. I can't just do that either. I think you and I are similar in that we dabble in a little bit of everything because that's fun to try something new, figure something out, and then go do like a really fast paced launch and then pull back and go back and do SEO. I love being able to try all those hats and I do get to do that. Yeah. And it puts you in this power position now that you're an OBM. So you know the things that should be happening in the business. You have the knowledge to check on them, hire the right people to do them, but you don't have to be in the weeds with it anymore. No, not as much. (laughs) So are you getting hunted down by clients? Like, are you turning clients away? So, okay. Can we talk about what Allison doesn't do? Allison doesn't take care of her own business. (laughs) 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 That's definitely something I'd say, like, if I could start over again, I would jump in the way I did. I jumped in without a Facebook page. I jumped in without a website. I jumped in without anything. I got clients and I started working and it grew fast when I was able to take that on. I was really slow at first and only did 15 hours a month, I think, was what I was contracted to do for a very long time. And then when my time permitted, I was able to grow and I grew fast and um, that meant I still don't have those things, (laughs) which means I'm not necessarily being hunted as much. I 
still have a lot of referrals and a lot of opportunities that come to me that way. And I turn them to, I'm turning away so much work. And that is again, so eye-opening because I struggled for so long to find a job that would follow me, that I could progress in. And I am turning work away frequently and it's mind boggling. You're, I mean, you're living proof. Like you just answered all my next questions. You don't need a website. You don't need a Facebook page. People will find you based on your reputation and that network. And you're just living proof of it. Cause I didn't do those things either. And I booked out and I turned work away. And that's why I, I love your story so much. And I know that like the second you open the gate, like you would get flooded with work. So you, you're in a, you're in a power position. You get to be picky now. I love it. I just got to build those assets for myself. <laughs> yeah. And that makes me realize like every time I, we chat and DM, like we need to have a get her done day and just sit down and do the website. Cause I, a lot of people in the work group have gotten away with not needing a website. Yeah. And I think we just need to do that. And I just give you templates and we knock it out. Yeah. And they're all things I do every day for other people. So I can do them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't like talking about myself. And I tell people every day just to go live. You can do it. But I'm not going to do that for my own business. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, building a website and having an active social media. I know I need to do them. And that's what I would go back and do is have a built in my business day, a built-in day, like every few weeks to really foster my business. That's good advice. I was going to ask if you could do it all over again, what would you do? And I have the same answer. Like I should have been thinking about the longer term vision of my business and doing some of those things, but I don't not regret it either, you know, but it would have been nice. I should at least be asking for testimonials. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, and I would like to see you have the minimum viable nine grade Instagram page and just don't post on it. Just do yeah. the minimum, have a quick video, have a testimonial, you know, and just have it there and then don't do it. Cause I honestly think social media is a little bit of a waste of time. I know I'm on it, but I'm trying to do attraction and I'm launching and whatnot, but I do think social media or a website, you don't necessarily have to have both, especially starting out, but I think one or the other would be important just because when people do get you as a reference, they're like, okay, can I see something that you do or what, where I get a little bit hung up is when they're like, okay, well, what, what do you offer? And I'm like, at this point, I wear so many hats. I don't even know anymore. I mean, and I do, but I haven't like sat down and built that structure since uh, for a while. So my stuff's pretty outdated at this point. And it's, I need to make the time to build that structure for my business. Well, and I would like to see you with a VIP day that you can, again, expand and just have one or two VIP days a month and you'll you can charge, you know, bukus for that. Yeah. And you're at that point where you're like, I don't actually need the work. So if you want to work with me, this is the container I have. Yeah. Are you in or are you out? And you're, you're sitting pretty. You're, you're in the power position. As my, like my experiences have grown with attending masterminds or supporting clients in their masterminds or doing a podcast like this or something, that's when I'm like, oh, I have nowhere. What's my CTA? 
Yeah. <laughs> I, have no, I have nowhere to send people um, other than a, a stagnant Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> Which they're kind of all stagnant right now. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. But there's not a post on mine. <laughs> Maybe an easy wait list or. Yes. Um, yeah. I really need a, you know, a basic website with my services yeah. and a contact me or like you said a wait list or something to kind of schedule like a VIP day would be amazing but yeah yeah <laughs> we'll add that to the list I know right but you're already working full-time and it's hard when you're in it and you don't really you know need the client work you're not actively doing the lead generation but it will set you you up for later so we'll talk about this I, I definitely hit the floor running and so I jumped those steps and I still would tell people and I've like um referred many people to your work group and your course because I am a believer <laughs> but I I still would recommend people just like dive in and get started and take the opportunity that's given to you but keep those in the back mind that they're still important because I, I moved beyond it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Moved beyond it. So have you taken any other courses or done anything since? I've uh, participated in like a copywriting course and a webinar, like evergreen webinars course and a few specialty things that fit the need of what I was working on at that time. I had never done an evergreen webinar and uh, there was some more of the structure when it came to like the email sequences and stuff like that, that I wasn't a hundred percent clear on. So we looked into something like that with my client. And so I've been through a few courses for clients. So did your client sponsor you through it or yeah. did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Did your yeah. sister sponsor you through mine or did you end up paying for no, it? No, because when she said, are you paying for it or am I paying for it? I was like, okay, fine. I can't, I can't let my sister pay for this. I guess I have to do it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We owe Elizabeth so much. Elizabeth, I know. Listening. I know. And now I'm referring Elizabeth. I have brought her on to a few project-based things because I, again, know she has that core structure to uh, be able to accomplish things. So yeah. she's in my right pocket to be like, hey, I have this one project that I don't have the time for, but I need it done now. <laughs> yes. And so I'm grateful for being able to refer to other people that I know have those that core training. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm so glad this is the vision I had for our unicorn blessing. And if anyone's asking what happened to Elizabeth, she had a little baby break and she had a real job in there, but she's come back. And yeah. that's kind of the beauty of this work is once you know it, it's easy to get back in and run with it. Yeah, she did. She took a baby break and baby's a little <laughs> bit older. Baby's a toddler now. And so she's starting to dabble her toes back into it. And so she is project-based, but that what is what serves her at this time. And that's the beauty of this line of work. Yes. So what would you say to moms who are juggling all the things like you had a lot going on with a special needs daughter, teenagers moving? What's your best advice for moms who are working at home in this type of role? To take the course because you teach it in consumable lessons that you can, you can start with what clicks in that moment. 
for you. Like I said, I was only doing 15, 10 to 15 hours a month. It wasn't a lot of work. And I would sit down and schedule pins like 14 days at a time and not have to worry about it. I'd go on and check things occasionally. But the bulk of my work was like sitting down after bedtime and creating pins, which is graphic design, super fun for me. And then I got to play with SEO. So that was fun. And just to kind of dive into what's working for you at that moment, because once you have access to all that information, you can access it when you have the availability. And then you can grow when you have that availability. And this line of work allows for that slow growth or fast growth, whatever's working for you at that moment. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Because a lot of people get in the course and I mean, it's a chunky monkey course. Like there's a lot. It is. And it didn't all click with me at first. I, when I do decide I'm going to consume something, I dive in and I consume it. And then, you know, then I get headaches. (laughs) 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 But no. And so it was really nice because like I said, Pinterest clicked for me and SEO clicked for me. So that's why I was able to do the blogging and the Pinteresting. And I was really just able to consume those and get started right away and limit my hours just to what I was available to do at first. Oh my gosh. It's so good. And it it totally grows. It builds upon lesson upon lesson. It's laid out to build. And if it's too much, I just tell people, watch the strategy session, get the big picture and know where you're supposed to go and come back when it's time to either execute it And then you can dive into all the sub lessons and the tech lessons later. Right. And I did. I watched everything, but I really consumed what was clicking at that moment. And that gave me the ability to be like, oh, wait, I know there's a lesson on Kajabi in there. Or I know that there's a lesson on, you know email marketing. And so when, you know, I didn't do email marketing for probably a year and a half, two years before I started doing email marketing for clients. And when I decided I have the capacity to do that now, and I can make that a part of my offerings, I was able to go back and watch that part of the course and then implement it. Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. Okay. So Allison, what do you think has made you so successful? as a digital marketing implementer. What is it about you? I'm a little bit of a perfectionist and I'm able to like really dig in and provide quality work. And I think that a lot of clients really, they appreciate that. I go full hearted in and so their business is my business. And I... want to deliver what is my quality of work, what my expectation is to them. I don't like doing mediocre work. I hate it when I have a time crunch and I have to speed through something and get it done without making it perfect and beautiful. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So if I translate this, clients can trust you. They can trust you to do good Uh, work. Yeah. I think it's the quality of work thing without yeah. turning my own horn. It's perfectionism. <laughs> <laughs> Which can be good or bad. It's a downfall. <laughs> it is a little bit of a downfall, but I think that I do. Yeah. I think that is a really good answer. And from what I hear, clients can trust you to do your best 
Uh And in a day and age where it can seem like people are doing the bare minimum, that speaks volumes. And that's why people want you on their team. And I get it. I'm built the same way. I'm cut from the same cloth. I will never not give 100%. And if I do, I feel extremely guilty. And sometimes as an entrepreneur, I have to do B plus work. I have to just to move forward and I hate it, but I know I got to just move forward. I just have to move forward and and those eat away at me. They do eat away at me a little bit when I have to do B plus work because I I love to like go all in. I have one client who used to call me like her night fairy because when I didn't have time during the day, I would only work evenings. She would, you know, we'd talk and strategize during the day and then she'd wake up and her, you know, Google Drive was full of all the graphics and all the content. And it was, she said it was like a nighttime fairy. I woke up and it was just all done and it was all beautiful and exactly what I wanted. And so that was, that was fun. (laughs) How does that make you feel? Oh, great. You know, it, it makes me feel great. Like I said, it's that personal growth that I wasn't, it wasn't that I didn't have personal growth, but this is really just for me. Oh my gosh. I really like that. I love it. This has been such a pleasure to have you. I can't thank you enough because I know how much you don't want to be on video and promote yourself, but this is a conversation a lot of women needed to hear. So thank you for sharing your story. And um, anyone want to reach out to her um, after this podcast? Can we find you anywhere? (laughs) You can find me on Facebook. It's like at personal ally. Also Allison at my personal ally.com, but there's not a website. (laughs) It's just an email. You can always tag me in a story and I'll make sure Allison sees it. And if you're in the work group, reach out and say hello to her. It's so fun to highlight my different members. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Thanks, Allison. Thank you. Oh, that was so awesome. I know all my unicorns are clapping wildly and cheering on Allison. And Allison, I know if you ever listen to this again, I can't thank you enough. I have been trying to get her to do this podcast with me for about two years, (laughs) for two years. And she's killing it. I hear wonderful things about her from other business owners, from clients and my peers. And that says everything. She had the reputation. She was the one who put herself out there and did good work and did her best. And we're going to get her even further, maybe supporting her with a website very soon. So you can go check that out. All right. If you are loving this, join us on the pricing webinar. It's called How to Make a Living on Your Own Terms. We're going to go over your services, your packages, your pricing. There's a couple days to choose from. That link is here in the show. And then next week, we are going to be having another wonderful episode with yours truly. And I hope you join me then. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services.
Um, I had one really good last question and my brain just like turned off for a second <laughs> and then we'll, we'll wrap this up. Hang on. What was I going to ask? Fudge. <laughs>